Hello, everybody, and welcome to Rent Matters. This is Jonas Bordeaux, the CEO and co-founder of Dwellsy, and I'm welcoming you today to a bit of a different episode. Normally, we're focused on you and your renting stories, but by request from a number of our listeners, we're doing something very different, and, and that today is how to rent a place during COVID. It's a crazy time out there, harder to rent a place than, than it's really ever been for so many different reasons. And I'm thrilled today that we have a person who I think is possibly the very best guest across the whole industry to talk about this. Her name's Donja Putnam. She's with 30 Lines, which is a leading digital marketing agency, but she is a super experienced property manager and, and has been in that space up until very recently. She's leased over 800 apartments. She's been a community manager. She's managed community managers, and she understands the ins and outs of renting the apartment from the community perspective as well as from the renter perspective incredibly well. So please welcome Donja Putman. Donja, it's great to have you on the on the pod today. Oh, thank you. You're you can't see me, but you're making me blush. That was a great <laughs> intro. I was like, who is this girl? <laughs> well, you know, someone like you, it's hard to have too nice of an intro, right? L- let's jump right in there. It's crazy out there right now. Everybody's scared about their their personal safety and going to see a place, going to experience a place that's going to be your home. That's such a personal thing. You know, I know so many of, of our audience members are just struggling with that right now. You know, what are some of the things that top tips that you think about as you talk to renters and think about what they could be doing to have a great experience renting a place even during COVID? Top tips for renters during COVID. Uh, I would say make use of the digital opportunities out there. So on the property management side, our industry has done a great job providing video tours, some professionally shot, some shot um, like with Facebook on Facebook Live, on YouTube. There are so many resources out there for you to look at an actual apartment. And I would start in that space and just get an idea for what the apartment looks like before you try going out. What can you ask for, you know, if you're actually in conversation with a property manager? What's reasonable to ask for if you want to get an understanding of the place? I think it's reasonable to ask them. And we, when I was on the other side, would be happy to take you and our cell phones, if we have the opportunity, or an iPad, and show you the apartment that you want to look at. If not, maybe we could get some great pictures of that and send that to you. I think that's a reasonable expectation. Mm-hmm. That's a great tip because and I think so many people, you look at apartment communities online somewhere, and you're you're often just seeing that community's amenities. You see the pool and you see all that yeah. generic stuff, but you can't really... Or just the model. Right, exactly, or the model unit, but you don't always get inside the actual unit the actual home that you'd be living in. So that's a, that's a great tip. I'm sorry, I cut you off. You were going on to another tip. Yeah. I think that another thing that our industry has embraced is the self-guided tour. So there's a lot of properties that will allow you to sign up for a slot and you make an appointment and you can go over and walk through the apartment on your own. So you reduce your exposure to another person. And then at the end, they're there for questions, fully masked if applicable, and just there to help you out. So I think that's another opportunity for you to see something and not have to interact as much as a traditional tour. Mm-hmm. No, that's a great tip because I know one of the things people are most nervous about right now is kind of being in an enclosed space with people you don't know. So being able to take that self-guided tour, which is a pretty good thing even in not COVID times. I hope that lasts well past COVID because I think it's better for everybody. The person who's looking at the at the place gets the chance to really take their time and you know get a sense of what it would be like to live there. Yeah, I have a... I, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> I get excited when, I, when we talk about renting apartments. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Um, I have a tip. So if you do have a self-guided tour, this is just like an insider tip of something I've noticed that people often 
gloss over or maybe don't think about is checking the water pressure in the apartment. If you're there and you're on your own, turn on the shower and see how it works because so often, you know, you look at a place, you see all the beautiful flooring and the kitchen and everything, and you don't think to check and make sure that the water pressure is good for rinsing soap out of your hair. <laughs> That's like a personal experience right there. You can tell. You can tell I have some some angst towards that. I, I think we've all rented the apartment at some point and gotten in there and had something that's disappointed us. So yeah, it's a great chance to really check things like that out. That's a really great tip to be able to explore and you know do those things that you would normally do. Uh, that's great. What else do you think folks can be doing right now during COVID to do this safely? I think that reviews are a good opportunity for you to get the real story of a community. And one thing I think is interesting is it's something that a lot of apartment managers are kind of nervous about because typically people who are unhappy are more likely to review. But what I like to do is focus in on those three and four star people because they're the ones that are telling you the real story. They're not super exuberant and they're not like these people are horrible. They're telling you, hey, we liked living here. Maybe there was this this thing going on that we thought they could do better. But in general, we were happy and this is the real tea on living in this apartment. So I think checking out the reviews and then reading the three and four star ones and making sure that the residents are happy that are living at the property. You know, that's such a great point, uh, Donja, because the reviews can be pretty messy out there. It's not like a restaurant where they've got, you know, 14,000 reviews. You know, a lot of apartment communities only have three or five or 10 reviews. So it can be really challenging to interpret that if you're a renter looking at that. Do you have a perspective on, you know, what it means to have a lot of reviews if you're an apartment community? You know, what does that symbolize to you versus, you know, apartment community that doesn't have many reviews at all? I think if an apartment community has a lot of good reviews, it means that the management company has taken the initiative to talk to their residents and try to work on getting the word out there that they are good at what they're doing, that their property is well-kept, and they have been asking their residents for reviews. If a property has a lot of bad reviews, I think it also reflects a bit on management. If they have just a few, it could go either way. I mean, I think it, it doesn't indicate to me that there's an issue it just means that the management company hasn't started focusing on that part of their marketing process. Yeah, I think that that's one of the realities that I've noticed of apartment management is, is that unless you really focus on managing the reviews and encouraging good reviews, apartment communities tend to get a small number of lousy reviews, <laughs> if you will. Yeah, because cause you're, you're mad. You've had a bad experience and you want to tell the world about your bad experience. And when you're happy, you're happy, but you're not thinking, oh, I need to go and tell people how happy I am on, on Google. You're just, you know, content. So I think working on reviews is something that apartment communities definitely should keep in their mind. I know there's a lot that goes on and they have a lot to keep up with, but that's a good resource for people who are looking online at, at communities. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have an opinion on Yelp reviews, Google reviews, you know, any of those? I know there's a few different sites. I have an opinion on Yelp. (laughs) (laughs) Would you care to share that opinion? (laughs) I'm afraid they would know where I live. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) I would say Yelp is not my best resource. Google reviews, I do look at those. I think they do tell you a lot. Facebook commentary and Facebook reviews do tell you a lot. Apartment ratings reviews, those are the ones that I would read mostly Google now, I believe, and Facebook. So I think those are the most helpful ones for for prospects. Okay. 
Yeah, that's a lot of different places to look for them. I know it can be uh, hard to navigate those, but there are, you know, as you suggest, I think a lot of good nuggets. If you see the same issue over and over and over again, then it's clearly an issue, right? If you see it one time and no one else comments on it, then maybe it's a one of type situation. Yeah. No, I think that's a really good suggestion, particularly if you see the same issue over and over again over a relatively long period of time. Like it seems like it's been happening for six months or a year or something like that. And there's five, six, eight, ten reviews about it. Then that's something you, you know is probably going to be part of your experience living in that place. I think it's also interesting to look and see if the management team has responded to the reviews. I don't think that's necessarily the end all be all, but I think that it can tell you like, hey, we are trying to fix this or hey, here's what happened and just see how they do respond and that they're paying attention to them because I think that speaks to them kind of caring about, you know, what people are saying about them. Yeah, no, I, I always take that as an important sign of a well-run community is that they are participating in that conversation and they do care about their reputation. That, that bodes well. I think if you're evaluating that place as your next home, that they care about that and that they, they really actually want to have a great online reputation. Yeah. And if they're inviting you to call them and talk about it further, I think that's good because they're opening the line of communication with you. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's a great tip. Just summarize a few of them. You know, make sure you're doing your online research and, and reviewing places through the, you know, reviewing different options uh, online and, and making sure to ask the community manager or leasing agents for unit specific information. And when you're going on those self-guided tours wherever they're possible you know make sure you're, you're really evaluating the place turning on the shower and, and doing other things kicking like the that tires. kicking the tires yes exactly <laughs> look under the hood <laughs> <laughs> what about the actual you know you found the place that's the perfect place for you and I know in my experience, you know, that's the time you go into the rental office and you sit down across from the, the agent and you start going through like an hour of paperwork to actually rent the place. And I, I don't want to go into that office during COVID. Yeah. Like, you know, what, what are your options there? My tip would be to my fellow property managers, which would be to make an introductory video telling your residents about living in the community. Because typically leases are generally the same. They're going to cover when your rent is due, all that kind of stuff. But if you could briefly sum up, this is the lay of the land. This is the instruction manual for this community. Here's when trash days are. Here's all the information you need to know and deliver that in a video. I think that would be super helpful for our prospects and residents. And then the same with the application process. You you can make a video or you could have very specific instructions like we're going to need your income, we're going to need your license, that kind of thing. Just trying to use digital opportunities, especially video because it's so accessible now and it's so easy to understand instead of trying to slog through like documentation. I think that's a, a great suggestion for the property managers to be able to make that uh, information accessible. You know, as, speaking from the perspective of somebody running a listing service for renters, we'd love to have that information in the listings as well. And sometimes we see it, but, but more times we don't, unfortunately. Uh, and it would be great to have that. You know, another a great thing to ask is there's, there's a lot of different charges. And, you know, making sure if you're thinking about a place, you understand all of those different charges. Is there a pet rent? Do you have to pay a separate fee for your different utilities? You know, all of those different things that might be there, parking, et cetera. Maybe those, uh, those communities could put that in the video as well. Uh, that'd be helpful. Yeah, we, we used to back in the old days, we had a little document that was kind of like a summary of how to live in the property. And it just kind of told you a little bit about what your exact 
what you're talking about. This is your utility companies. This is when things happen. So I think that is helpful to have to email your prospects and to ask for when you're looking. Yeah, uh, that uh, would be great. I know renters would really appreciate that. Well, what about the actual like signing of the lease? Has, has that moved online now? Do, do, do you still need to go and sit in the leasing office in order to sign that thing? Uh, most communities that I'm aware of are now offering online DocuSign just like you do for everything else nowadays. The thing that I would caution our renter audiences, make sure you read your lease, make sure you understand it. It's so easy to click, 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 sign, pick your keys up and move into your apartment and be, you know, really excited. But make sure you know when your rent's due, when you have to give notice, how to deal with problems. Just take take a few minutes and, and look through that lease and make sure you understand how it protects you as well as as the landlord. Yeah, I, I think that's great counsel. I got to say, Don, I, I think our community has, has some work to do on the lease to make sure the lease is, is as clear as it could be. <laughs> I saw I saw not too long ago an 88-page long lease, uh, which I think is, you know, if I'm looking at a place and somebody hands me an 88-page lease, I feel like the right answer is to walk away. <laughs> point. So, you know, I don't know. There's different things in different parts of the country, different municipalities. But one of the big rates had a two-page lease, and I was just blown away by that. I think that's fabulous. You know, I think you're right. Renters should be reading the lease, but man, the landlords have got to make it easier on all of us. I want to stick up for landlords and say that some of it is, is, let's blame the lawyers. They have so many addendums for everything. There's addendums for your washer and dryer. There's addendums for your pet. There are addendums for everything. And it just covers the same things that are kind of in the lease. It just draws them out and brings them to your attention, you know. But that that's, I understand and I feel it too. And trust me, when we used to go over leases at a desk, as you said, that was a long conversation where you're spending an hour going over a very legal document with somebody to make sure that they understand how this relationship is going to work, which I think is really important. What are some of the most important things? You know, let's say, let's say the unfortunate renter sits down and gets the 88 page lease. Uh, what are some of the, what are some of the things they should really be looking for in that document and make sure they really understand? When their rent is due, when their lease starts, when it ends, how much notice they have to give if they want to move out, how much notice their landlord has to give them if they want them to move out or they want to raise their rent, how to deal with uncomfortable situations like a maintenance request that isn't resolved, how to deal if the the landlord doesn't respond to their requests, because that should be in there for you. And that's the part that I want renters to know is that the lease works for them as well as us. So making sure you know, if my landlord doesn't come and fix my stuff, I will write them a letter. That's the next step in the process. And then general housekeeping, like what the rules and regulations are and how to behave in the apartment community. And that's what I would say were the most important things. That's a really, really good list of those. We'll have to put that list in the show notes so that folks can think of that to look through. You know, one of the ones you mentioned that I, I think is perhaps not something that everybody would think about is is the rules of the community. You know, so much of your enjoyment of your home comes with, you know, what it's like to be a part of that community. And is it the kind of community where loud parties are okay and everyone's comfortable with that? Is it the kind of community where everybody's got dogs? You know, all of those sorts of things are, are great to understand before you join that community so that you can know how comfortable or uncomfortable you're going to be and whether you're going to be comfortable within the the rules of that community or whether you're going to be pushing the envelope from minute one. 
Yeah, that's a that's a really good question that our renter audience could ask is, can you give us the rules and regs before we move in? So, I, you know, on, on that point, I'm curious about rules and regs during COVID. Obviously, so much of our life experience has changed in all of this insanity. Have those rules changed much with COVID? I have to assume they have, but but how have they changed if they have? Well, it depends on where you are, honestly, because it seems to be going back and forth in waves, I guess is what they're calling them, whatever the little peaks are. So when we were shut down here in Virginia, we closed our fitness facilities. Our pools weren't open. We didn't allow anyone to come in the clubhouse without an appointment. We tried to do as much as possible online. And then we had like a what, I, what I'm going to call a soft opening <laughs> here in Virginia where the rules were relaxed a little bit and you could have a couple more people in rooms. And so we made our pools to where either furniture was a certain distance and there was limited furniture or you would have to make an appointment or you have to make an appointment to use a fitness center. And we increased our cleaning, of course, wiping down the furniture more often, wiping down the fitness center more often and encouraging residents to use the online tools that are provided for them instead of coming into the office. And now we do resident events to try to create a sense of community. And what we're doing now is more virtual or pick up things. So instead of having a party, we may have like baskets of things for you, you know, to give to the residents or for them to stop by and pick up something because we still want them to feel part of the community because it has been hard on a lot of people, including myself, because I'm such a people person. (laughs) And I'm just like, I want to see a person. So just drop like just dropping by saying hello, picking up like a little frappuccino to go helps us continue to create community and, and interact with our residents. So I think our industry has been very innovative because I've seen like online quiz show things where they've done quiz shows. They've done like fitness center out in the courtyard with everybody out on their balcony doing some exercise. So I think that it's really encouraged us to adapt as human beings. And I think it's hopeful how we have and we continue to create community even though we can't be together physically. Yeah. No, that's so important for all of us and for our psychological health, I I guess, to have that community and to have that contact with other people and particularly challenging. I think often of, you know, folks who are away from families and who, you know, don't have a big pod or anything like that to be able to spend time with. So um, it's great when communities are, are creating safe opportunities for that interaction. Well, Danja, I know you've you've changed careers a little bit recently, and you're now working with 30 Lines. I'm, I'm a little bit familiar with 30 Lines, but maybe you can tell our listeners a little bit about it. Sure. Yeah, we're a digital marketing company in Ohio, except for Donja. <laughs> so I work remotely. I joined them remotely. I've actually not met but two of my coworkers in real life, and I had met them previously at apartment industry events, but it's been really interesting. It is a fun company to work for, and we do digital marketing for apartment communities. So we do SEO, pay-per-click, chatbot, uh, pop-ups, email campaigns, nurturing campaigns, which is my pet that I kind of work with a lot because I think it's a great value for our customers, and I would have loved to do it on site when I was there. <laughs> So I crossed over to the dark side, as we call it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good for you. From everything I've heard, it's a fabulous agency, and I I hope it's a great spot for you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. And, uh, you know, again, Donji, thank you so much for being on the pod today. We really appreciate your time and your insights for our listeners. It's a tough world out there right now, trying to find apartments in the midst of COVID, and hopefully this has provided some great tips for everybody. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been really fun. I always enjoy chatting with you. Such a pleasure. 
This has been Jonas Bordeaux from Dwellsy with Rent Matters. I hope you've enjoyed our show today. Thank you to Kanji for joining us. Thank you to Lena Stevens, our rock star intern who does an amazing job on production. Thank you to Gloria Tells for music. And last but certainly not least, please make sure to hit the subscribe button and to leave us a review so that other renters can find this podcast. Have a great day and happy renting.